Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying as we begin. And I'm going to read to us from 1 Timothy. Mm, praise God. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. It says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Praise God. Right now we're going to be praying, and we're going to be um, using the prayer points as pastor led us in prayer. We're going to be praying that in the name of Jesus, the satanic walk, we divide it, we break it, we separate it, we cut them off from the nations, that they will not be able to control the government of the nations. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. We forsake their efforts and they will not proceed with these nefarious plans. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. They will not proceed. Satan will not proceed. The devil of darkness will not proceed. In the name of Jesus, we frustrate their efforts. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We declare, we pray right now that that plans to make two tribes of the nations it will not occur. It will not happen. Hallelujah. Of the vaccinated mm-hmm. tribe and the unvaccinated tribe. We put an end to it. Hallelujah. We cut it down. So let's begin to pray in other tongues. Hallelujah. Yes, we cut down the plants in we cut down the plants in the 
Mandar 
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we cut off all their plans. We frustrate all their evil plans of darkness, O God. We put an end, we break, we separate, O God. We frustrate all their plans, hallelujah, to put the world into factions of the vaccinated and unvaccinated tribes. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we frustrate their plans. In the name of the Lord Jesus, every work of darkness, every plans of the devil, we cut it off. We cut it off. We cut it off. Yes, every nefarious plans of the devil, oh God, we cut it off in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. Yes, because their plans, oh God, their efforts are all frustrated, oh God, and we cut them off by the power of the Holy Ghost. We put an end, hallelujah, to every plan, hallelujah. We frustrate every policy, oh God, that is in accordance and in line, oh God, with the nefarious activities they intend to take up in the nations of the world. We refuse for them to continually manipulate the nations of the world. In the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, the peoples of the world, the scales are falling off of their eyes, hallelujah, in the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you precious father, thank you dear Lord Jesus, for in Jesus name we've prayed, amen, glory, 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 hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Everyone, and welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Happy Sunday. Thank you, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to always lead prayer. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Praise God. And right now, we are going over to the Rhapsody segment. Over to you, esteemed Brother Martins. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for that amazing prayer session. And absolutely thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity to give the devotional. Our today's and devotional topic is the outreaches of God. The outreaches of God. And our same scripture is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. The Bible, as, it, as we have it today, didn't drop on us from heaven. It was chronicled and written by holy men of God as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. The reason some question, some question the veracity of the Bible. 
things that they have not been able to distinguish between the author of the scripture and the inspired writer. The 66 books that make up the Bible have several writers, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Writers vary. They all penned words as they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. For example, Paul wrote most of the epistles, such as the book of Romans, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, Galatians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Philippians, Colossians, etc. The Holy Spirit also moved the prophets, also moved prophets like Moses, Jeremiah, Isaiah, and apostles like Peter, John, James to write the scriptures. But they can't be said to have authored the scriptures. In our team verse, they are shown the authorship of the scriptures. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Second Timothy 3.16. The Greek word translated inspiration as Sionetos, Sionetos, which means the outbreathings of God. God in this context is the Holy Spirit. He is the author of the scriptures. If you ever want to know and walk in God's perfect will at all times, understand his judgments and his perspective on all of life issues, study and meditate on the scripture. Praise the Lord. You know, um, this particular, this, um, this particular part of this um, devotional, that says, if you ever want to know and walk in God's perfect will at all times, understand his judgments and his perspective on all of life issues. Study and meditate on the scriptures. You can imagine um, the children of Israel saying, in fact, worshipping another God against God. And Moses, who is the prophet of God, was angry, very angry. That was he was so rough. He was so angry that at the point when they said they wanted water, he smoothed the rock twice. He was so angry at the children of Israel. Why would they be doing this? But in the anger of Moses, God still said, they are my people. And the, 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 the funny part or the amazing part of this is that God wasn't angry with these guys that were sinning against him as it were, that were doing those wrong things. But God was angry at Moses for being angry on his behalf. I thought about it and I wondered. I wondered how. You see, the Bible says the wrath of man does not walk the righteousness of God. And most times, this particular devotion is saying, understand his judgment and perspective on all of life's issues. Study and meditate on the scripture. Because you'll be surprised that that person whom you are angry with, you have, in fact, you have seemingly given up on the person because. You've been trying to teach this person, person you know, or maybe the person is not conforming to some things that you, you expect. He's not, he's not changing as it were. He's not um, going to church. 
If you try to preach to him, he will say all the nasty things about the word of God, say all the nasty things about church and all the nasty things about pastors. And at the point, when you see him, you're like, hmm, terrible believer. You will rot in hell as you walk past him. Then when God is seeing him and he's saying, wow, what a beautiful soul. I have plans for him. So until you understand God's judgment and his perspective on that man's life, that woman's life, that person's life, you will just be angry. And the, the funny part is God is not even angry with that person. Praise the Lord. And Pastor goes on, is the concluding part of 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. Father shows us the purpose of the scriptures. It's profitable for instruction, for reproof, and for conviction of sin, for correction of error, and discipline in obedience, and for training in righteousness in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thoughts, purpose, and action. So that a man of God may be complete and proficient, well-fitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Every good work. You are well-equipped. You are well-fitted and thoroughly equipped. You know, think about what the scripture should do in a man's life. It says, first of all, it is profitable for instruction. It will tell you what to do, when to do, what to do, how to do, what to do. For correction of error. Yes. When you, when, when you are swaying, when you, are, when you say things that is not expected of you, when you find yourself in a garden where you're not supposed to be. Correction of error. You will hear him speak to you by the scriptures. For reproof and conviction of sin, you find a, a born-again Christian doing some things which he's not supposed to do. Or, you know, um, somebody who studies the word but finds himself in a situation where he, he does some wrong things. The Bible says, for reproof and conviction of sin. For correction of error. Oh, you're supposed to be winning souls. Or you're supposed to, maybe you went to a place and you find yourself gisting, 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 and you left there. The next thing you hear is, why didn't you preach to that man? Why didn't you preach to that lady? Why didn't you speak the word of God to them? He corrects you and then he disciplines you in obedience. He says, he says, and discipline in obedience. In answer for training in righteousness, for understanding righteousness. Righteousness is not what you did. Righteousness is in nature impacted in your spirit. Understanding how to use what has been impacted to you. Understanding how to generally live that life of righteousness that has been impacted to your spirit. Understand what righteousness does, what it gives you, the benefits of righteousness. It says the understanding for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thoughts, the things that you think about, those things that you ponder. You know, I was I was I was talking to a friend, 
And the next thing that came out of his mouth is, he said, man, I'm thinking about my Rhapsody partnership. That's what he was thinking about while we were talking because his mind was not, I was like, ah, wait, where your mind is? He said, I was thinking, he said he was thinking about his Rhapsody partnership. He was, and this is somebody I've been, I was talking to. And he was like, yeah, you are thinking about Rhapsody as I'm talking to you. Meanwhile, what was I thinking of? So I said, let's pray. In conformity to God's will, in thoughts, purpose, and action. So that the man of God, are you a man of God? Are you a man of God? Have you come to that point in your life where you recognize yourself as a man or woman of God? Where you know that you can stand on the behalf of God to take certain decisions and issues, to settle certain issues, to make certain decisions. Praise the Lord. So that the man of God may be complete and proficient, very fitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. These and more are what the scriptures do in and for you. As you study and meditate on them, you will have all the advantage you need in life and enjoy the full blessings of your heritage and life. There is a full blessing and heritage in our life in Christ. It says you will have all the advantage. The word of God gives you the advantage. That was when the Spirit of God is, when the Spirit is come, He will tell you things to come. He will show you things to come. You will know you have the advantage. You have the upper hand. But how would you know when you have not searched the scriptures? Brothers and sisters, it is too important at this time not to say the scriptures. It is too important to say the scriptures at this time. I remember a certain friend, you know, um, since then I've been, I've been, you know, I've been doing it, but I had to stop. Whenever he feels pain, you know, I was doing it then. Whenever he feels the pain, maybe on his chest or maybe his mouth, somewhere, he just goes to Google. He just he will just type pain on the leg. What is it? Then they will give him all the options. He will now choose which one he thinks might be his sickness or might be his um. So sometimes I ask him, I say, how do you know this thing? He said he will just check it online and all. So I said, wow. So sometimes when I feel maybe a certain pain on my leg or something, I'll just go online, check it, pain on right arm or pain on left leg or something like that. Symptoms. You now start seeing some very nasty, wicked, terrible things. And you'll be wondering, wow, what are these? I had to search their scriptures. Then want to bring it into, no, 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 no. I, I, I stopped. I had to stop. I had to now start searching the word of God for me. So instead of trying to find out, I go to the world and say how to kill the pain or how to you know, um, heal the sick and things like that. Then I apply those healing or those um, scriptures to my life at that time. And brothers and sisters, I tell you, it works like magic. It works very fast. Because the power of God never fails. Thank you so much for this time. At this time, I'll kindly hand over to yes, Mr. Joy to take us to the water study and the prayer. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much, Brother Martin, and congratulations. The word of God, the power of God never fails. <clears throat> good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Um, thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the further study. We are going to be reading from Ephesians 1, 15 to 17. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. 1 Peter 1.3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Right now, we're going to be taking the prayers together. Just repeat after me wherever you are without unmuting your mic. I'm completely yielded to the Holy Spirit. Who is the author of the scriptures? The unveiler of mysteries, secrets, deep truth and eternal revelations. Therefore, I have insight into the mysteries and secrets of life. I'm perpetually victorious because the spirit of truth leads and guides me by his word and his wisdom is evident in all I do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Bordozier as he takes us through the New Testament reading of the one-year Bible plan. Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. Have a wonderful Sunday ahead. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depends on where we're connecting to from around the world. Happy Sunday. Thank you for this wonderful platform. I'll be jumping into the New Testament Bible reading plan, and we're reading the book of Luke. We're reading the message translation. We're reading Luke chapter 12. And from verse 49 to 59 today. So the caption reads, to start the fire. I have come to start the fire on this earth. How I wish it was blazing right now. I've come to change everything, turn everything right side up. How I long for it to be finished. Do you think I came to smooth things over and make everything nice. Not so. I have come to disrupt and confront. From now on, when you find five in a house, it will be two, three against two, and two against three. Father against son, and son against father. Mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against bride, and bride against mother-in-law. Then he turned to the crowd. When you see clouds coming in from the west, you say storms coming. And you are right. And when the wind comes out of the south, you say this 
this will be a hot one. And you're right. Frauds. You know how to tell a change in weather. So don't tell me you can't tell a change in the season. The God season we are in right now. You don't have to be a genius to understand these things. Just use your common sense. The kind you would use if while being taken to court, you decided to settle up with your accusers on the way, knowing that if the case went to the judge, you'll probably go to jail and pay every last penny of the fine. That's the kind of decision I'm asking you to make. And may the Lord bless these readings in our hearts, in Jesus' name. And from what the scriptures is saying, and Jesus is saying that he has come to start the fire when he puts a vision in our hearts concerning a certain matter. Most of the times that vision might might not go well with people in the same house with us, with people all around us. So that's the fire, that's the seemingly confrontation that happens that God has put a vision in the heart of his son and the mother says, no, you have to live life this way. And the son chooses to go through what God has called him to do. So as we go for today, whatever vision that God has put in our hearts, we go forth with it with all that we have in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. I'll hand over to Brother John who will take us through the New Testament Bible reading. I mean the Old Testament Bible reading. Thank you. Good morning, Brother Fuzier. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. We are now in the Old Testament segments of our one-year Bible reading and how exciting it has been these past few months we're now in Judges Judges chapter 10 praise God we're taking Judges 10 and Judges 11 today I'd like to say a big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this opportunity to do this now the caption as a, as a Nigerian, I'm tempted to call it Tola, but I'll just say Tola. Okay. Judges chapter 10, Tola. Tola, son of Pua, the son of Dodo. <laughs> Tola, son of Pua, son of Dodo, was next after Abimelech. He rose to the occasion to save Israel. He was a man of Issachar. He lived in Shamir, in the hill country of Ephraim. He judged Israel for 23 years and then died and buried at Shamir. The caption again, Jer. After him, Jer, the Gileadite, the Gileadite, stepped into leadership. He judged Israel for 22 years. He had 30 sons who rode on 30 donkeys and had 30 towns in Gilead. The towns are still called Jer's villages. Jer died and was buried in Camon, verse 6. And then the people of Israel went back to doing evil in God's sight. They worshipped the Baal gods and Ashtoreth goddesses, gods of Aram, Sidon, and Moab. 
gods of Ammonites and the Philistines. They just walked off and left God, quit worshipping him, and God exploded in hot anger at Israel and sold them off to the Philistines and Ammonites, who beginning that year bullied and battered the people of Israel mercilessly. For 18 years, they had, they had them under their thumb, all the people of Israel who lived east of the Jordan in the Amorite country of Gilead. You know, these scriptures, you know, we've been reading recently of how the, the, the children of Israel suddenly they just stopped worshipping God and following these, these other gods, these Baal gods. And it, bringing it to the New Testament, I, I, you know, the scripture that keeps coming into my spirit is that he will break the head, the, the serpent will bite. And uh, I just keep thinking, I just keep thinking, a lot of thoughts running through my mind, even at this time. But I'll, I'll read on, I'll read on, praise God. Verse 9, then the Ammonites crossed the Jordan to go to war, also against Judah, Benjamin, and Ephraim. Israel was in a bad way. The people of Israel cried out to God for help. We have sinned against you. We left our God and worshipped the Baal gods. That means they knew what they were doing when they left God. It's not that they didn't know that they shouldn't have left God. They knew. Verse 11. God answered the people of Israel. When the Egyptians, Amorites, Ammonites, Philistines, Sidonians, even Amalek and Midian oppressed you and you cried out to me for help. I saved you from them. And now you've gone off and betrayed me, worshipping other gods. I'm not saving you anymore. Go ahead. Cry out for help to the gods you have chosen. Let them get you out of the mess you're in. The people of Israel said to God, we have sinned. Do to us whatever you think best, but please get us out of this. Then they cleaned house of the foreign gods and worshipped only God. And God took Israel's troubles to heart. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Our God is a merciful God. Jephthah, verse 17. The Ammonites prepared for war, setting camp in Gilead. The people of Israel said their rival camp in Mizpah. The leaders in Gilead said, who will stand up for us against the Ammonites? We will make him head over everyone in Gilead. Let's, let's go to chapter 11 now. Con in continuation of what we're reading, Jephthah the Gilead was one tough warrior. Jephthah the Gileadite was one tough warrior. He was the son of a prostitute, but Gilead was his father. Meanwhile, Gilead's legal wife had given him other sons, and when they grew up, his wife's sons threw Jephthah out. They told him, you're not getting any of our family inheritance. You are the son of another woman. So Jephthah fled from his brothers and went to live in the land of Tob. Some riffraff joined him and went around with him. This, this sounded like a Nollywood movie. But we, let's continue verse 4. Some time passed, and then the Ammonites started fighting Israel. With the Ammonites at war with them, the elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah from the land of Tob. They said to Jephthah, come, be our general, and we'll fight the Ammonites. But Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, 
Why do you hate me? You kicked me out of my family home. So why are you coming to me now? Because you are in trouble, right? The elders of Gilead replied, that's it exactly. We've come to you to get you to go with us and fight the Ammonites. You'll be the head of all of us, all the Gileadites. Jephthah addressed the elders of Gilead. So if you bring me back home to fight the Ammonites and God gives them to me, I'll be your head. Is that right? They said, God is witness between us. Whatever you say, we will do. Jephthah went along with the elders of Gilead. The people made him their top man and general. And Jephthah repeated what he said, what he had said before God at Mizpah. And Jephthah sent messengers to the king of Ammonites with a message. What's going on here that you have come into my country picking a fight? The king of Ammonites told the Jephthah's messengers, because Israel took my land when they came up out of Egypt, from the Anon all the way to the Jabbok and to the Jordan. Give it back peaceably and I'll go. Jephthah again sent messengers to the king of Ammonites with a message. Jephthah's word, Israel took no Moabite land and no Ammonite land. When they came up from Egypt, Israel went through the, the desert as far as the Red Sea, arriving at Kadesh. There, Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, let us pass through your land, please. But the king of Edom wouldn't let them. Israel also requested permission from the king of Moab, but he wouldn't let them cross either. They were stopped in their tracks at Kadesh. So they traveled across the desert and circled around the lands of Edom and Moab. They came out east of the land of Moab and set camp on the other side of the Anon. They didn't set foot in Moabite territory. <coughs> For Anon was the Moabite border. Israel then sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Am Amorites, at Heshbon, the capital, Israel asked, let us pass, please, through your land on the way to our country. But Sihon didn't trust Israel to cut across his land. He got his entire army together, set up camp at Jahaz, and fought Israel. But God, the God of Israel, gave Sihon and all his troops to Israel. Israel defeated them. Israel took all the Amorite land, all Amorite land from Anon to the Jabbok, and from the desert to the Jordan. It was God, the God of Israel, who pushed out the Amorites in favor of Israel. So who do you think you are, you are to try to take it over? Why don't you just be satisfied with what your God, Kemosh, gives you and will set you for what God, our God, gives us? Do you think you're going to come off better than Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab? Did he get anywhere in opposing Israel? Did he risk war? All this time, it's been 300 years now that Israel has lived in Hezbon and its villages, in Ara and its villages, and in all the towns along the Anon. Why didn't you try to snatch them away then? No, I haven't wronged you. But this is an evil thing that you have done to me by starting a fight. Today, God the judge will decide between the people of Israel and the people of Ammon. But the king of Ammonites refused to listen to a word that Jephthah had sent him. Now, let's look at verse 29. God's spirit came upon Jephthah. Oh, hallelujah. He went across Gilead and Manasseh and went through Mizpah of Gilead. And from there approached the Ammonites. Jephthah made a vow before God. If you give me a clear victory over the Ammonites, 
then I will give to God whatever comes out of the door of my house to meet me when I return. In one piece from among the Ammonites, I will offer it up in a sacrificial bond of And Jephthah was off to fight the Ammonites. And God gave them to him. He beat them soundly all the way from Aroah to the area around Minnith, as far as Abel Kerami. 20 cities, a massacre Ammonites brought to their knees by the people of Israel. Jephthah came home to Mizpah. His daughter ran from the house to welcome him home, dancing to tambourines. She was his only child. He had no son or daughter except her. When he realized who it was, he ripped his clothes saying, ah, my dearest daughter, I'm dead. I'm despicable. My heart is torn to shreds. I made a vow to God and I cannot take it back. She said, dear father, if you made a vow to God, do to me what you have vowed. God did his part and saved you from your Ammonite enemies. And then she said to her father, but let this one thing be done for me. Give me two months to wander through the hills and lament my virginity since I will never marry. I am my dear friend. Yesterday, oh yes, go, he said. Sent her off for two months. She and her dear friends went among the hills, lamenting that she would never marry. At the end of two months, she came back to her father. He fulfilled the vow with her that he had that he had made. She had never slept with the man. It became a custom in Israel that for four days every year, the young women of Israel went out to mourn for the daughter of Jephthah the Gileadite. Hmm. Wow. This is a bitter sweet story <laughs> or a sweet bitter. <laughs> but the Lord bless the reading of his word. So much to ponder on in this scripture. My hand over to esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What a scripture. As I just said, it's a bitter, a sweet, bitter experience. Having made a vow, he had to fulfill the vow. But then thinking of the fact that it was his only daughter. Mm. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, we still have time. I would like to find out if there's anyone who has um, a word of prophecy, a testimony, an inspiration these past days. If you can kindly raise your hand so we'll recognize you and give you the opportunity to share your testimony. Praise the Lord. Is there anyone you have a testimony, a word, or an inspiration you want to share with us? Praise the Lord. Okay, Brother John, please. Thank you very much, Brother Martins. I, I just wanted to share, I think, um, a word of inspiration and, and a testimony, you know. I, I'm, so, I'm super grateful to God for this platform, 
like what we do here, it's 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 amazing. Everywhere I go, I, everywhere I, so I, when I'm talking to people, I'm talking about this. Ah, what God, what God is doing in my life through this platform. You know, it's I discover daily that I'm being molded into the Word. You know, the Scripture in Joshua one verse eight says, "If we meditate on the Scripture day and night." That and observe to, that it will cause us to do what is in need. So I do not have to struggle to do God's word. The more I fellowship with the word like this, I discover that consciously or unconsciously, I'm doing God's word. Something happened last night. I'm at work and um, uh, I'm on duty tonight. So something happened. I was already asleep and I just got a call. I was late. Okay, I'll say early this morning because it was around 1 a.m. or 2, 2 a.m. thereabouts. That, um, okay, that I have to do something that was like possible but very tasking and, you know, me, the, me that I know before, I would have grumbled or complained that what is it, this, uh, but suddenly, I just heard that voice in my spirit. I said, don't complain. Just do. <laughs> I, then I started smiling. Then I just went peacefully without complaints and anything. And I just went on doing the stuff with joy in my heart. And, you know, at the time, the woman that gave the responsibility came. Suddenly, the stuff that I was supposed to do, it wasn't as tasking as it should have been anymore. And, but I was, I was just happy with the fact that I didn't complain. I could hear God's word in my spirit telling me not to complain. I was doing, and I, I was doing the job with joy, with excitement. And I finished everything. The woman came and she was so excited. She was just pouring words of blessings into me. And, I just want to give you a praise. I knew I just knew that it is because of this fellowship that we have God's word on a daily basis that is making me conform to 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 what the word says. Praise God. Because the same thing happened when I now went to the gate and <clears throat> got the security to help. Just started grumbling and grumbling. I just remembered that this is what the <laughs> told me. And you see. Instead of him being blessed by the responsibility he has carried, because of his grumbling and complaints, he may not receive that blessing anymore. So I just thought to share that, that what we do here on this platform, it is, it is mind-blowing. And you would know over the months, if you have been very consistent, you will see that there's been lots of changes in your personal life. You know? So the second one is a testimony. I, I'm just going to make it very brief, you know. Right, I, I let me just cut it very short. I got a, I got a contract that I didn't even, I, I, I didn't even know the clients from Adam. I just sat down in my, my office and I got a call. You know, I'm, I'm a civil engineer too. While I work as a facility manager somewhere too, I just got a call. That, ah, can you handle this? Just come, come and help me handle this tiling contract. So. And the testimony in it is, even when I 
I've not even seen the client face to face. We've been dealing on phone. And he told me, and he said, I've gotten people that want to do this job at a cheaper rate, but I want to do it with you. <laughs> I want to do it with you. So I'm going to do it with you. So that was that was so touching for me. And I just want to give you thanks for for that beautiful one. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Esteem Joy. Thank you, Brother John. Thank you so much. Okay, at this time, uh, are we calling on Sister Princess to kindly unmute her mic and share her testimony with us? Please, Sister Princess, in a minute or two. Thank you very much. Good morning. Thank you so much um, for this opportunity. Thank you, Sister Maka. Um, well, I, I just wanted to share my um, impact testimony, you know, um, this is a year of preparation and um, from the beginning of this year, I have, um, it's, it's been so easy for me. It never before has it happened, you know, in my life that um, winning people to Christ has been so easy as in, sometimes, as in, even as I yesterday, um, some of, I went out to so some of my friends were talking about it and you're like, ah, they were, they were saying that they were inspired by my exploits. And yesterday when I was talking to my husband, you know, I was just sharing testimonies. The number of souls I've won. Every time I maybe enter a cab, you know, I talk to people. It's easy for me. I am not mising words. I'm telling you the truth as, as it is, you know, and um, I've led people to Christ. You know, in fact, um, we had, um, there's some, something we call for those in, in Christ Embassy, they call, something we call, um, cell meeting and all that some two weeks ago some of the uh, cab guys i won they two of them came to church uh, for the meeting even last week one of them followed me to church as a first timer you know and then um i got it even some of them sent me testimonies i remember one of them chatted me up and was like oh ma you said it that's happened he got a car and he was like oh i'm coming to church so and yesterday i was i went off an event so when i was there um Someone was calling, kept calling me. Uh, I didn't have the number. And at that point, I, I wasn't in the place to pick calls. So, but at the point, I said, let me pick this call. So by the time I picked, there was a, one, a teenager I won one time, you know, and at the point, his phone got stolen. And then I um, I had to visit, look for a way to reach back to him and all that. So um, he kept calling. I didn't know, I didn't have that number. So when I picked the call, you know, uh, I was like, who, is, who am I speaking with? He was like, I called his name and all that. I was like, wow, it's been a while and all that. And because I, I remember last week, I reached out to him after I got his new number, but he was saying that he had something to uh, attend to, so he wasn't going to come to church. So he called me, he was like, I, I, I was trying to call you to tell you that I'm coming to church today. I was like, wow. He said, oh, uh, not just that, I'm bringing two of my friends along. I was like, glory. <laughs> I was like, so as in, you know, my uh, my friends were were talking, and then they were like, ah, that uh, they've they've always maybe won souls, but to bring them to church has been a challenge. That uh, that is really inspiring. That my life is inspiring to them. I said, wow, it's just glory. It's just the determination I made at the beginning of the year that I told myself I'm going to win over fifty souls. And um, as that I was writing down my testimonies, I was counting the number of people I won, and I've I've gotten like maybe over ten people saved already. You know, aside from even when I have the opportunity to talk to people that are Christians and all, I talk to them. I say, what do you do in your church? 
I encourage them. I remember I met somebody that said, oh, on more than one or two occasions, they would say, uh, um, uh, I don't want to do anything in church. I just, by the time I finish talking to them, they'll be thanking me and all that. So I remember some of them would go to some of the um, people I've met, probably the um, cab drivers. They would say, oh, they were committed and all that. I say, go to church. They would go to church. They would snap pictures and send to me that they are in church. And that's it. Say thank you. So I'm so um, excited about the changes I'm making in people's life and the impact. It's been tremendous. I just wanted to um, share my testimony on that. Thank you so much. Wow, thank you so much, Sister Princess. Thank you. That was really inspirational, inspiring to us. Thank you so, so much. Praise the Lord. Okay, at this time, we'll be taking our... We'll be taking our confessions, our polar affirmation. Praise the Lord. Okay, the affirmation should be on the screen now. We start our affirmation by taking our name, your name. My name is, you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. In this paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, your name first, my love abounds more and more in all judgments. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. At this time, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute their everyone mind. Everyone to unmute their mind. At the count of three, one, two, three. I <laughs> qualified <laughs> 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 Praise the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, I'm going to the communion this time. Praise the Lord. So uh, our scripture is taken from the book of 
first Corinthians. Okay. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I received of the Lord that which I deliver unto you, the Lord Jesus, the same night which was betrayed, took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Please do in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the, on the body of Christ, which was broken for us. It was bruised for us. It was beaten. It was battered. It was shattered. It was, Lord, we thank you. For by the breaking of this bread this day, no evil shall be for us, no plague shall come near our dwelling place. We are protected on every side by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we walk in the newness of life, in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we go forth in joy, we are led forth in peace, the mountains and the hills they break for the force. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We worship you in Jesus' mighty name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Don't tell me, Gibasha. Baraka Suktik Huri Pakron Seja Branda Zabragli Hakeski. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had stopped saying, This cup is in New Testament in my blood. This year has often to drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as she drink it, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, we do show the Lord's death till he comes. And so come Lord Jesus. Precious Holy Spirit, we thank you for the fulfillment of prophecies in our life as we take this cup, this New Testament in the cup. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our path is shining brighter and brighter every day unto the perfect day. We walk in strength, we walk in health, we walk in vitality. If there be any sickness whatsoever, as we take this cup, if there be any pain whatsoever, if there be any challenges whatsoever, if there be any family challenges whatsoever, as we take this cup, there is a restoration of families. There is a cleansing of blood. There is a healing power surging through every, your healing power surging through everyone that takes this cup even now. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, precious Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise. We love you. Yes, we know the short thing that from this day, from this day, strength is restored. Strength is restored. Hope is restored. Yes, things are turned around for the best. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we give you praise, O Lord. Go ahead and take the cup now. Go ahead and take the cup. Go shut her up again. Oh, Rejoice, 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 the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest in us now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, surely God's goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our lives as we dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Rejoice, 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 rejoice. Celebrate your victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Oh, glory to God, glory to God. Oh, thank you so much, 